Gospel today is from Luke, the 12th chapter. Jesus said, Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet, so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Good morning. It was always a special day when Ray and Agnes came to town. My sister and I couldn't wait to be in the arms of our grandparents who wanted nothing more than to spoil us rotten with their love and attention. Waiting for them to arrive from Duluth on those mornings was hard. But when mom said it was about time, my sister and I would race down to the bottom of the street and watch for them. Sometimes it would be 10 minutes, sometimes closer to an hour. But there we would stay expectant and joyful and alert, trying to make out every car that turned the corner of Hall Avenue. We craned our necks to the left, squinting. Could that be Ray's pearly white Chrysler Imperial with the blue vinyl top coming around the bend? Dress for action like you're about to greet me, Jesus says to his disciples. Have your lamps lit all night long. When you hear a knock on your door, Open it and expect it to be me. Be ready to sit down for a full meal served by me. Or in my words, watch for the blessing that's just around the bend. Because it is for you. Perhaps it's unsurprising that the memory that resurfaced for me this week was from my childhood. Truth be told, on those mornings that my grandparents arrived, my sister and I probably had no cares in the world except to be completely present for the moment my grandparents turned the corner onto our street and rolled down their windows with bright smiles. 
that same kind of anticipation and presence seems a lot harder to come by as an adult, at least for me. There are bills to be paid, my own kids and parents to worry about, lawns to maintain or not, meetings to prepare for, sermons to write, write relationships to mend, problems in the world to keep me up at night. The weight of all the worries and fears we gather into any given moment and any given interaction with another can be heavy indeed. I read a story this week about a little boy. He was playing outside in the summer heat and his babysitter came outside to offer him a juicy popsicle. The little boy desperately wanted one of those popsicles, but began to cry because he didn't know how to grab hold of one. See, at the time, he was holding on to two cookies, one in his right hand and the other in his left, and he was afraid to let go to receive the gift that was right there in front of him. I wonder if that isn't how it is with us sometimes, that the blessings of God, of Jesus, of the spirit of love itself in our lives, that those blessings are right there in front of us, but we're clinging too tightly to our cookies to be ready for the gift, to watch for it, to be present to it, to take it in. Chapter 12 in the book of Luke, the one we've been in for the last two weeks, is all about keeping first things first and holding on to the rest, our cookies, if you will, a lot more loosely. In verse 20, we hear the, bun the abundance of things you have prepared for yourself, whose will they be? And in verses 22 and 29, do not fret about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Do not keep striving. Do not keep worrying. And in verse 33, sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out. An unfailing treasure to heaven. And finally, this morning, we hear the promise, the linchpin that makes all of this letting go of possessions and distractions and anxieties possible. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The verb here in the original Greek, expressing God's good pleasure is in the past tense, telling us it has already been done. God has already taken delight in giving us the riches of God's realm. We don't have to wait for the hereafter to experience the richness of God's blessings. We're not just keeping our lamps lit all night long to be ready for the end of the world as we know it. Our faith in Jesus demands that we live awake and alert 
to the gifts of God that are already here and given to us freely in the dailiness of our lives, here and now. I don't think God holds anything back for a rainy day. There are new simple treasures to be found everywhere when we are ready to receive them. As Debbie Thomas writes, faith is the daily business of living on our tiptoes, our eyes on the door, our hands ready at the knob for the Spirit's joy-filled arrival. Had I not been focused on this passage about being watchful, I may have been too distracted by life to appreciate the things of God offered in and by our Mount Olivet community just in this past week. A whole pot of hazelnut coffee brewed one afternoon just for me. The yes of someone who stepped up to care for a member. Laughter in a staff meeting turned into snorting over which silly pun would headline this week's e-lert. Finally, a full staff meeting with Mount Olivet's new director of children and family faith formation, Pace Warfield May. And the incredible feeling of welcome that was extended to Pace and received by Pace in the form of flowers and friendly faces, donuts, icebreakers. We heard middle schoolers giggling and running through the halls during their middle school retreat. We heard a senior hire who shared words of appreciation, respect, and delight about her adult guides who went on the Kansas City trip. And finally, spa-like rains, spa-like rains yesterday that nourished the earth and at the same time held space for God's people to enjoy blues and brews and barbecue and to raise money to feed hungry people. When we are awake, we find an embarrassment of riches. So what blessings of God await you this week? What blessings await Mount Olivet? I wonder just how we will be surprised. This week, I invite you to join me to try to let go of one thing that is less important so that you have space to watch for one simple gift from God given to you and for you. Crane your neck and squint to see what is just around the corner because it is God's good pleasure to spoil you rotten. Amen.